Back in the game and well at the top, a king of the ring and calling my spies. I'm raising the bar to crank it the notch. I'm full of mistakes, cause life is a botch. Lights can get brighter and brighter. I walk through that curtain, my levels get higher and higher. Studied the best, and this generation I'm next. Super kick party, no doubt we just hit a suplex. Hooker by crooks, survive if I let you, they stand to their feet. Sports in the Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. What's going on? It's your boy High Life, real from Life's A Botch. You already know what time it is. This is another episode of the Independent Spotlight, where we sit down with someone from the independent scene out here doing a thing. Y'all know how we do, man. If you haven't already, I don't know what's taking you so long, man. We already three episodes in, making this one four. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, if, if you haven't already checked out the Independent Spotlight, I don't know what's taking you so long, dog. Go make sure you go back into the archives, man. Go to episode one of this mini-series presented by Life Sabach and OTS Media Co. All right, make sure you check out the Independent Spotlight episodes featuring my boy August Artois and my boy Dion Summers and Shaw the Ripper. You know what I'm saying? We had some really dope guests, but this one is super special that we got today. This one's a super special guest. This is actually an OG of mine, you know what I'm saying, because of the fact that he is actually the OG guest of the Independent Spotlight back when I was first trying to launch this thing. And unfortunately, we had some complications looking back at it. So now that we uh clarified and had some time to kind of separate from the last time, get some stuff, you know, built up, we now back. And I said, hey, my guy, it's time. Got to bring it back. We got to bring you into the fold. You know what I'm saying? And this is a guy that's real special to me, man. We've been homies since day one. Met this guy and kicked it with him at ATL Battle Slam in ATL, where he came through and just showed love to a lot of talents out there, um, like Kevin, our, our boy Kevin the Jet Knight, and uh, so many others that were just out there in attendance that night. Queen Aminata and everybody out there that was doing their thing that night. Congratulations, yeah, to him. legit, legit, man. We just had the time. We had the time just kicking it fooling around, you know what I'm saying, joking, you know, joking with the belt, joking by the ring, you know, all kind of stuff, man. We just had a good time, and he's been cool people's ever since uh, doing his thing out there on the indie scene. And uh, we're going to take some time to sit down and get to know this guy so y'all can know him the way your boy knows him, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be a little <laughs> different than most, bro. You know, we we, we kind of fam, so we may chop it up some wrestling. We may chop it up some non-wrestling. Who, who really knows, you know what I'm saying? That's the beauty of the independent spotlight. So, uh, let me introduce none other than my guy, my homie, the one and only, straight out of N. Wow. See, you already know the city's so nice they say it twice, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about none other than my boy from the East Coast. You already know Mr. Benny Blanco. What's up, my guy? What up, what up, what up? You know, what you up? know, I can't be Benny Blanco without going here. Yeah, what's going on with it, dog? NYC, <laughs> much, doing, brother. Man. What's good? What's good? Not much, man. Thank you for having me, man. It, 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 it's, a, oh. it's a whirlwind, bro. It's a whirlwind, and I'm very appreciative to be on your podcast, man. Like, we went from what knowing each other for what mm -hmm. a couple of years now. Yeah, like, man. You said year two. About a year or two, man. It flew by pretty quick, man. Now that I think about yeah. it, yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's crazy because I'm coming up on what, like almost four years in the Indies. Yo, my dude, four year anniversary hey. already. Look at you, almost man. Almost four years, bro. My four boy years. putting in work. 
Okay, okay, I see you, son. I see you. I see you, my guy. Yeah, yeah. Out there doing the age of things, man. I see you just got back from Puerto Rico. You know what I'm oh, saying? Man. How did, how did life in PR go, man? Come on now. Talk about that Puerto oh, Rico. Man. Oh, man. I don't want to tease nobody. Nah. <laughs> um, basically, it was beautiful, man. Like, mm. it was like the most beautiful thing ever. Like, th that wasn't the first time. I just want to let the fans know, your fans, my fans. Mm -hmm. um, that wasn't the first time I went there. I went there two years ago, but I went there, and I'm going to be very honest. When I went there the first time, I wasn't myself. I wasn't, I wasn't the Benny Blanco that everybody sees now. Yeah. I was the Benny Blanco that, you know, you know, you know me personally. You know me inside the wrestling business, and you know me outside the wrestling business. And um, at that time in my life, I was still fairly new, mm -hmm. and I was still getting my feet wet, in which I still am. Mm -hmm. But uh, I could say I didn't honor, if I'm saying it right, I didn't honor the fact that I was in Puerto Rico two years ago. Mm -hmm. I looked at it as I'm Benny Blanco, I'm here in Puerto Rico, and I'm gonna do what I do, you know? And that steered me in a direction where it put me on a show for eight months. And I was fortunate enough to come back, you know, with my support system in, in the wrestling business. And, you know, I got to give it up to my guys. Um, my guy, um, Goldo, AKA Giovanni Cruz, mm -hmm. my man, Vince Steele. That's mm -hmm. my mentor, AKA I'm his young boy. Mm -hmm. um, they have a promotion called Shadow Wrestling Alliance. And I want to say thank you to them because they gave me another chance. And mm -hmm. with that chance, I went out there this time and I killed the game. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I delivered the, I delivered um, the promos they wanted me to deliver. Mm -hmm. um, I delivered the performance that I was able and capable of delivering. Mm -hmm. Big shout out, big, big shout out to Lynx, my opponent. Like, if, if you haven't seen my Instagram or my Facebook, you will see a, a, a moment where I, where I posted up a picture of me hugging, me and him hugging it out. Mm -hmm. That right there was, that was like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm lost for words because I never thought in a million years in my wrestling career that I can have that moment with another wrestler. Mm -hmm. You know, so other than that, the fans were great. The people of Puerto Rico are amazing. And I literally got to say thank you to CWA, which is the promotion that I, I got to um, not wrestle for, not once, but twice already. Um, and the guys that are part of CWA, the Puerto Rican wrestlers, I'm, listen, 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 I could go on and on. But all I can say is Puerto Rico is where it's at. And yeah. if you're in the indie scene and you haven't touched Puerto Rico, you're missing out. I get it. I get it. We have all these other foreign countries that's popping mm -hmm. and wrestling. Mm -hmm. But see, but Puerto Rico is the enrichment to the wrestling history. You got WWC, Carlos Colon, the founder mm -hmm. of WWC. Mm -hmm. You got his sons, the Colones that came out of that. You yeah. got Brian Idol, NWA. My man is the um, I'm WWC champion right now. 
You got IWA Puerto Rico, Savio Vega, and everybody else, you know, like the guys from, you know, um, LWA and, you know, and stuff like that. And, and I'll talk about original LWA, you know, mm. but these guys are the monarch of what, what happened when WWE, um, WWE slash WWF at the time went to Puerto Rico, you know, Bruce Brody and all these other guys went out there and they did their thing. So I'm telling you, like, if you're an indie wrestler, no matter what you do, I'm talking about wrestling, commentating, podcast, whatever. If you haven't touched down in Puerto Rico yet, you're missing out. And that needs to be on your resume because I'm fortunate enough to do it not once, but mm -hmm. twice. And the yeah. second time was redemption for me. Cause the way I went, the way I went the first time, you know, I wasn't, it wasn't classy. It wasn't, it wasn't me showing my gratitude. This time I came back, I came as another, a different type of Benny Blanco. And I'm fortunate to say, thank you. And that, that's it, man. Like, I, like, I know y'all want to know the juicy stuff and I'm going to be real. No, I didn't get to party. No, I didn't. It, it was so business. Hey, hey, it's, bro, come on now. You know, they, the, the, the machachas and the rockas, you know, they, they, man, come on now. <laughs> you know, they want to know that. But, 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 you know, you know, hey, 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 I appreciate you keeping it real, G. You, 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 you letting them know, like, you, you giving them the history. You know, you school my, my folks out there, and I like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I want them to get that factual knowledge and at the same time, wrestling or not. You know what I'm saying? Whether they are a wrestler or whether they're just a fan, either or. It's good you're giving them that knowledge. You know what I'm saying? I like how you mentioned, now it's two things because you mentioned Puerto Rico. So I hear a lot of people so far on the Independent Spotlight have mentioned Japan and how they, you know, aspire to go there. But I like that you bring in Puerto Rico into the mix as in, hey, if you're building a wrestling resume, Puerto Rico is where you get up there because you have a lot of legends pull up out there. I know earlier, what was it like earlier this year when they had like Matt Cardona, uh, Dolph Ziggler, Mike Santana, Mike Santana. You know what I'm saying? Like they were, they they were popping with a a, a Puerto Rican lineup for a, a Puerto Rico show. You know what I mean? And it was crazy. I was like, man, they going crazy out there in the, in the PR. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what's up. So so it's really elevating your point, in my opinion, of what you're saying. Like Puerto Rico is definitely a destination you should go wrestle in. You know what I mean? So like. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. That's crazy. And I gotta right. and I gotta chime in real quick. I gotta big I gotta I forgot. I forgot and I and I, I should have not forgot the homie. Come on, man. Big up to my man Kevin Knight, aka the Jet. Come we on, share bro. the same locker room. We share the same Airbnb. Come on. And we turned it up one time in Puerto Rico. And I, I obviously I wasn't fortunate enough to wrestle with him, but that's mm -hmm. gonna happen. I'm telling you, that's gonna happen. Yes, sir. Um but my man, and we know this, we saw Kevin numerous times in person. Come on. But, Shout out to but, his, but his come up and yeah. his, his excel. Yeah, bro. And what he did in Puerto Rico. Yeah, man. God. So yeah. I salute my man. Yes, man. We salute the homie. Shout out to you, Kevin Knight, man. I can't tell you how many times I'd have shouted this guy out, whether it was on here. Or on my boy, shout out to my boy Gresh from Gresh on Least. Either or, 
Kevin Knight, you always get shout outs from the fam, man. I just want you to know that, dog. Keep pushing, keep motivating, keep doing your thing, bro, for real. Um, 2024 is your year, my guy. Just know that. You know what I'm saying? But, dog, like, um, it is it is really dope knowing that, man. So, I'm glad you brought up something. Here's something I want to bring up with you that I haven't brought up with any of my fellow indie independent wrestlers so far on the independent spotlight. You mentioned wrestling resume. Talk about that really quickly. How does that differ from a typical resume for a job, even though in a sense of what wrestlers do, it is a career. So in a sense, it's like a job. But what describe a wrestling resume versus a regular resume. Okay, so I started, I just started understanding what is so meaningful of, of having a wrestling resume. Why I understood that was from two people. Okay. One, um, my boy Johnny Santos from okay. First Class. Um, but we were in, I forgot what um, independent promotion we were in or we were getting ready for. Mm -hmm. um, and this is a couple of years back. I'm thinking maybe me going into my second year. Mm -hmm. And I seen him show me a resume. And I'm like, bro, what is this? He's like, this is a wrestling resume. This is what a wrestling resume is. I'm like, oh, wow. And he was grateful enough to be like, yo, take that template and make it your own and start your own. And honestly, I didn't. Why? Because at that point in time, I felt me that I was too green. And I still consider myself green to this day mm -hmm. that um, I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't, you know, built resume ready enough. If I know, if you catch what I'm saying to yeah. be, to be, to be fortunate enough to be passing out a resume is not, it's not, you know, worthy to be seen yet. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, it took no lie. It literally took for me to get back to New York. Excuse me, my fault, bro. It's my dogs. All good. All um, good. It took, it took for me to get back to New York to literally walk into WWX, which is right here. Okay, okay. Um, located in the Bronx. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. For so, for and so. it took it took for my coach caveman and to let me know, like, yo, you need a resume. I'll show you my resume. And my man's been in the business for 10 years strong. He don't get enough recognition, but we're gonna get into that too. Cause you know mm -hmm. I have a I have a lengthy track record of coaches, mm -hmm. but him, but out of all coaches, he stands out the most, and I, we'll get into that later, but mm -hmm. he was the one that actually sat down with me and walked me step by step as to how you conduct a resume that's mm -hmm. regarding wrestling and a mm -hmm. resume that's regarding a shoot job. Mm -hmm. And I honestly thought, like you thought and everybody else thought, that a resume is a resume, right? <laughs> That's what I thought. You know? Uh -huh. Nah, it's different, brother. It is different. Oh, I'm no. talking about you have to have some resumes are well put together as there's like a miniature flyer mm -hmm. connected to it. Mm -hmm. There's 
highlight reels connected with connected to it, meaning a link. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to shoot um, um um give them your um your 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 uh gimmick name. Sometimes mm-hmm. they ask for a shoot name and gimmick name. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ask for how long you've been wrestling, experience wise. Who coached you? What schools you go to? What matches you held? And sometimes they either ask, like, you know, give give us a self little profile of yourself, because you know, other promoters got thousands and thousands. And why I say thousands, people may think, oh, he's exaggerating. No, we're in the business, me and you, and we know this. Mm-hmm. There's thousands and thousands of indie indie wrestlers, male and female, that are itching to get on these shows. And I can name shows, and you know this. Oh yeah. And it came to a point where now promoters, actual real promoters, no mm-hmm. disrespect, but we're talking about real promoters Come on. that actually be like, yo, I need that resume, fam. You want to stand out? I need that resume. I need to understand why I should put you on my show. Mm-hmm. And I like that because I love how the rest, how the independent wrestling scene is turning into a formal job because mm-hmm. we need that. I think we need that structure only because they're letting too many people come into the scene and some of these people are not even ready. And I'm no one to say that I'm ready. Because I still got a lot to learn. But my resume, it speaks as loud as I speak. <laughs> if you if you catch my drift. Come on, you know, man. and I'm fortunate enough to say that for four years. Um I, I'm not I'm not as well, I'm well traveled, but not well seasoned travel. Mm. But I'm well traveled and I'm fortunate enough to put that on my resume. And there's a couple of highlights on my resume that when promoters see that, they're like, yo, we got to take a chance on this kid. Because the names that are on that resume, that when they can call these people, these people could be like, yo, he's a diamond in a rough, and he's rough Mm -hmm. he's rough around the edges, Mm -hmm. but this kid got heart, this kid got potential, take a chance on him. Mm -hmm. So I'm very fortunate enough to my peers, to my homies, Johnny Santos and my coach right now at this point, Caveman, that mm-hmm. they're the ones that taught me what is what it is to see a wrestling resume and how to build a wrestling resume. And what is the difference between a shoot job resume and a wrestling resume? So I'm I hope I'm I will explain myself. No, absolutely. I mean, that is that is a great explanation because it's really putting someone on game out there who's listening that either has thinking about becoming a professional wrestler at some point or maybe they are kind of like in the ropes maybe they're a year in two years in you know um, and you got a couple years up on some people even as you're learning still someone out there needs that info you know because they they probably don't have the proper uh, mentorship if you will around them so like to hear that man uh it's you know because i've seen it even in looking at some of the you know promoters uh, talk about shows and I've seen like wrestling have your wrestling resume this and that and I'm like wrestling resume interesting you know you know you got resumes for quite a few things but again it makes sense it's a business right and 
in the wrestling world, like you said, and you eloquently said it very well in terms of why should I put you on this lineup, on this card? Can you draw? Can you bring people into the seats, right? Can you put butts in seats? Um, what stands out about your character? You know what I'm saying? Is there money behind your character? Is there money behind you? Like all these things you have to think about that you don't think about outside of a promoter's eye. So having that wrestling resume does put you ahead of the game, ahead of most who probably don't already have that. You know what I'm saying? So I love that, brother. Um, so talk about tell the people, you know what I'm saying? Before we get into some, you know, because like I said, we, 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 I know who you are, my friend. But to those who don't know out there listening, brother, who is Benny Blanco? Mm. Um, if I could be frank, I don't know. How, how real do you want me to be? Because, you know, this is 2024. People are sensitive, so. It's, it's, it's modern, bro. You know what I'm saying? The floor. This is, uh, as my boy Gresh would say on his, on his platform of Unleashed, this is you being yourself organically. So if if it strikes a nerve to someone out there, you know, I'll let I'll let that nerve be out there. No one's canceled. Nobody's this. This is God. open door, open <laughs> door, open field, man. So if somebody got a problem, they can tell their side of the story. But who is Benny Blanco? Oh man. Um to be honest, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot from the hip and I'm gonna be I'm gonna tell you directly. Mm-hmm. Um Benny Blanco is me. Me meaning Chris, that's my shoot name. And that's, Benny Blanco's Chris turned all the way up. Mm-hmm. It's not a gimmick. It's something that I actually live by. Like, you know, I was told by Rob Stone, you feel me? And mm-hmm. if people don't know who Rob Stone is, that mm-hmm. guy gotta do your wrestling homework, but I'm gonna give you a little a little teaser of who that is. He's the current manager of, in NXT. You know, he manages, I think that guy Van something, but hey, him. I was fortunate enough to stand in at CCW, because that's where I started wrestling at. And I was fortunate enough to hear him drop a gem. Mm-hmm. He dropped a gem to a certain wrestler that shall rename nameless because, you know, I don't want him to feel no type of way. Mm-hmm. But um, he t- asked that certain wrestler, bro, when I look at you, you remind me of a 80s old school wrestler. Your wrestling is at peak. It's dope. Mm-hmm. But your gimmick, let me ask you, is that something that you act like every day you wake up? The dude is like, nah. So Rob told him, so why would you insert a gimmick that's not you in real life? That right there clicked for me. And at that point in time, I was already already given the name Benny Blanco. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to get into that and as to why I was named that. But I had to let y'all know and let you know why I had to bring that in. It's because... Mm -hmm. That's me. Benny Blanco is me. And I am, Chris is Benny Blanco. I am turned up at a thousand. I live that Benny Blanco life. You know, I'm, I, I don't, I don't, I just didn't pick this. That name was given to me. And that name was given to me 
by Vince Steele himself. And I was fortunate enough to meet him back, what, almost three, four years ago in Florida. And if people want to know, I'll give you a little introduction. So I'm Chris. I'm from Harlem, New York. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to reveal my age, but I'm up there. <laughs> <laughs> and I started, I started in the wrestling business a little later than others. Mm-hmm. I can say that. But I have to say this. The reason why I'm wrestling is because of one person and one person only. Yes, I became a wrestling fan because of my mother. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you that. My mm-hmm. mother is the one that started the, the machine of me being becoming a wrestling fan. You know, because mm-hmm. when the first person I saw her watch on TV was The Undertaker, and I got scared. Mm-hmm. And it intrigued me. Even though I was scared, it intrigued me to come back to watch more. Mm-hmm. And so I, I became a beloved wrestling fan from that day on to now. But the person that gave me the light bulb, the push, the inspiration mm-hmm. to start wrestling is my brother, my friend, and family. Like I could, I could call him a thousand things. But what I can say is that he's the most humble, humble human being I ever was fortunate to meet. And I've known him before he started in the wrestling business. He was actually in the dance business. Mm-hmm. And who I'm talking about is the beloved late Matt Travis. Come on. And if people don't know who that is, he is the upstart to HOG. He was the phenomenal protege of Amazing Red. That kid was skyrocketing to new heights. And it's unfortunate that 2019, he left us. You know, he was taken from us. But what I can say is, when I found that out, I was in Florida. I was living in Florida. And I was at the peak of my dance career. And I danced for 10 years. I've done it all from dancing with celebrities to traveling the world to dancing on shows, TV, you name it, I've done. Mm-hmm. I was sitting at Florida in my couch and I'm, I'm grieving. I just lost my homie, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, what I'm going to do next? My dance career is gone. I'm done. I'm retired. Something like lit in my head, click and click, and I started to get goosebumps. And you know when you got that feeling that somebody's telling you to do something? Yeah. That, yeah. that was the feeling. And immediately the next day, I called CCW, and I got to speak to none other than the great Pablo Marquez, which yeah. to this day, I get called his son. <clears throat> And I told him, what's up? I said, I never wrestled before. I always, I always had the chance to, which was bestowed upon me from Maddie. Maddie told me at a time to come to hard, but I was too in tune with my, with my dancing career at the time. Mm-hmm. So he told me straight up, the gem that he dropped on me was, if you're going to be a wrestler, you got to eat shit, sweet wrestling. There's no, there's no playing wrestling. This shit, 
we don't play here. Mm-hmm. So at that time, he told me, go and finish your dance career and, you know, just do you. And I said, all right, I respect that. But I was always a fan. So when, I, when we lost him and I got a chance to go to CCW, I literally told myself, I'm going to finish what that man started. And that's what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. So I don't care what anybody says. And no, I'm not using my boy's name for clout. No, I'm not. This is the truth. This is the wholehearted truth as to why I'm in the wrestling business. It's because of him, and it's always going to be because of him. Mm-hmm. He is my inspiration. He was my push. And every time I touch that square circle, I do this, I, and I tap the, um, the floor. Because that's to show him respect, and that's to show that, brother, no matter how long you're gone, you live through me, you live through everybody else. And I'm fortunate enough that I, w- I had the blessing from his mom. I'm fortunate enough to know her for now, going almost two, three years. And she's been showing me love ever since. You know, mm-hmm. and, and so I'm grateful to her. I'm grateful to his best friend, my man, Joe Smooth, Mr. AKA Bad One, Mr. Mm-hmm. Mr. W, Mr. Soon to be WWE superstar, baby. We, we waiting for you to come back, brother. He's injured right now, but he's, he's on his way back. And if y'all don't know who Joe Smooth is, y'all better get in tune. Oh, he's gonna tell you, get that camera out of my face. <laughs> but yeah, man. So moving forward, I had a lengthy ride and I started mm-hmm. in CCW, Coastal Championship Wrestling. Big ups to the class that I had over there. Workhorses, workhorses, some of you guys. And I was fortunate enough to come across Pablo Marquez, my first coach, my my heart and soul, the one that gave me a chance when people written me off. Mm-hmm. And because of him, I got in tune with Vince Steele. And Vince Steele saw me one night and goes, yo, what's your name? I said, I don't got a gimmick. I'm finding myself. He said, well, you know what? And excuse my French when I say this. He mm-hmm. says, you took a whole lot of shit. He said, you know what? I'm going to call you Benny Blanco from Calito's Way because that's who you remind me of. Come on. And the rest is history. The rest is history. I ran with that. And so, like, I've done a lot in my wrestling career. I started three months early. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about three months early into my training. Pablo threw me in the fire. I did what I had to do. And then I, I did a double duty. I did a double duty for my first time. I got to work, I got to work with Chris Helms. He, from the Helms brothers, one half of the Helms brothers from Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I, I worked with him, and I was in a tag team match with him. And I got to work against my coach, Pablo Marquez, and super crazy. And it was a dope match. It was a dope match. My first time, three months in. And but I can say this, I messed up myself though. Because because of that, I didn't take my blessings. I didn't take I didn't take what was given to me at that time. What I did was I molded it and I gassed myself to the point where. I started a lot of controversy. I became one of the most controversial indie guys in wrestling. And I was only a rookie. That's crazy. And then I was fortunate enough to go on this crazy ass hiatus 
Well, not, yeah, on this road, my, poor choice of words, but this crazy ass road to where I was a rookie and I thought I was a shit because I was in an elite circle. I was rocking with guys that in the wrestling industry, you would never see a rookie hanging out with. I'm talking about Sebastian Cage, Vince Steele, Cha-Cha Charlie. I was around Brian Cage, Casey Navarro, Rob Stone. The list goes on. And this is all in my rookie year. Bro. And I got guys looking at me like, what? And I used yeah. to shit on them. I was shitting on everybody. I was disrespectful in the state of Florida. That territory, that wrestling territory is tough as it own. But I made it my, my business to be known in a way that I got written off. I got written off. I'm not showing this as, I'm not saying this like, oh yeah, I'm glorified. No, that was the worst time. And that was the one of the most times I hate my wrestling career. I should have never, I should have never continued wrestling because I disrespected the art. I disrespected the men and women that stand before me when it came to indies and, and professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Indies and professional wrestling are one and the same, but I disrespected the people before me. I disrespected my peers. I disrespected my coaches because of the way I act mm-hmm. and acted. So this is not me glorifying my things. Yes, I can glorify like, yeah, I was around these names and I still am. I've done these matches. I've shared locker rooms with Sabu and with Ricky Martinez and Rick and Ricky Santana and and um what you call it, been in crazy, crazy, crazy um seminars, you know? And I'm fortunate enough to have homies like Kevin Knight, Chris Bay, Swerve mm-hmm. Strickland. My man God, my man Flash, you, you know, I got, you know, like the list goes on and coaches, oh my God, I could tell you that I don't know how I was blessed to be with coaches like from Pablo Marquez to Simon Gotch to Jake St. Patrick to Super Georgie in Puerto Rico to Sim Bodie from FSW to caveman to Joshua O'Hagan in Alabama, you know, and I'm just saying, like, I went to these schools and I I can say that I'm fortunate that in my almost three and a half year, almost four year wrestling career, Mm -hmm. I can say that, you know what, I, I didn't make it yet, but I'm fortunate to still have a purpose in this business. Because what I did in my rookie year, I'm not very fond of or very happy of because that's not the way Benny Blanco was supposed to be looked at. So mm-hmm. now that everywhere I go, oh yeah, I get the, oh man, here comes Benny. Oh man, we don't know what to expect. Come on. But what I can say is I want to thank um New York, I want to thank Caveman. I want to thank him. Why? Because he said the most humbling thing to me. I can't, I, I still was on that road of I'm the best, I'm the hottest shit around. And when mm-hmm. I went to New York with that attitude and I went to WWX, and oh, before I leave it out, shout out to Grim Reefer. 
I, I train at his school too, cause I, you know, I, I'm, uh, what you call it? I go, I travel in Queens too. Mm-hmm. But, um, what I can say is big ups to um to Caveman. Why? Because Caveman humbled the shit out of me. It took a lot of people to try to humble me, but you know what? It couldn't happen because I wasn't letting it happen. So they, what they did, they, they backed up from me and said, you know what? We're going to let him dig his own wrestling grave. And we're going to let him hang himself. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Am I supposed to be mad at those people? Maybe, but I'm not because I did it to myself. So, that, so to end this and to tell you to the end of who Benny Blanco is, Caveman said this, bro, honestly, you should not even be called Benny Blanco. You should be called, I'm better than everybody else. Because brother, you really think that you're better than everybody else when you're not. You're not as good as you say you are. And it took that man and that locker room of students to tell me, brother, I think you should sit down and shut the F up because you're nowhere near as good as you think you are. You're really gassed and you need to chill. And so ever since then, I'm not going to lie, it took it took one good year being at that school and being around cavemen and being around and reintroducing myself around my peers that I started with in the wrestling business to say that, you know what, I'm different. I'm different. I am different. I got one good year of progression. And a wise man once told me, you can have a shitload of experience, but where's the progression? The progression is where it counts. Mm-hmm. And I started to notice that now. And I see that I got good. Why? Because look where Benny Blanco's going. Look where Benny Blanco's has been. Come on. Look at the difference from the rookie year to now I'm almost four years in. Come on, bro. So I I hope I gave you an in-depth look of who Benny Blanco is. It's me. It's no gimmick. It's just me. Come on, bro. I would say you definitely gave them some good insight on on who Benny Blanco is. Like I said, uh, you know, my guy, you know, I've had a, a pleasure of knowing you uh, since the day one when we clicked up. So, of course, I understood these things. But for, for people who are new to this and new to you um, that hear this, that is great to know. And, and I hope that they follow you from here in your progression and seeing exactly how much more you progress from this point. Because I've seen it already, brother, even in hearing it, presentation of how you are from the last time we tried this, it just goes to show, man, how much you have evolved. Now, I will say this for my next question with you. You uh, dealt with an injury at one point in time, not that far back. How was that experience for you and how did it teach you anything into the current version of who you are right now? Mm. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I had, I could say, the injury I spoke to you about, mm-hmm. that was scary, because mm-hmm. I guess you're the one, uh, you and certain other people in my circle know, mm-hmm. and for the fans that don't know, mm-hmm. I suffered a scary injury, which was a neck injury, and 
that was scary because in my match, I literally spazzed out. It was towards the end of the match. Uh, my body went numb. I didn't feel anything. And I was scared. I never thought in a million years, I've been injured before, mm. you know, outside of wrestling, you know, like break dancing. I've suffered, you know, fractures. I had a torn ligament. I'm, mm. I'm just, I, my body's broken, put it like that. <laughs> my body's broken, you know, no. but being a wrestler rejuvenated my body. I feel great, but when they say wrestling injuries are serious injuries and scary injuries, mm-hmm. don't laugh. Don't laugh. I, and, I, and I mean to the people that literally think that this sport is fake, it's not. It is not. Because I suffered a scary injury. I had a neck contusion that could have went left. Luckily, it just it was a, just a neck contusion mm-hmm. where my neck went like this. That's it. I, 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 but the scary part was that where, where the contusion happened, it was around my C4, you know, vertebrae. And that, people don't know what that is sometimes. And for people that do know, you know that can end you, like, that and so like that was scary um i had my fair share of messed up ribs um i had i had my i didn't have an injury my first rookie year but my rookie year i resulted into my left shoulder popping out of place i knew how it felt to have a, a shoulder pop out of place come on but i'm gonna be real uh that thing was scary. And to answer your question, how it made me reinvent myself, mm-hmm. it made me understand that I just can't go in there and think I'm I'm Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. I, I can't think that I I I I I I re I re reevaluated myself and felt like, yo, bro, you're not built like Dolph Ziggler. You're not built like Darby Allen. You're not built like Jeff Hardy and and Sammy Guevara's and all the other guys that, you know, the wear and tear in their body, they can still go. They can still get up from these injuries and they know how to act when they get injured like that. Mm-hmm. Me, it, it humbled me. And literally, Vince Steele pulled me to the side when that happened and was like, brother, there's a way to act when you get injured and, there was, and there's a way not to act. And I, yes, I understand you were scared at the moment, but you scared everybody else. It's a live show. You were live and you were in the middle of the ring crying, going crazy. Yeah, you may have not noticed because your body was numb, but your mom was running. And you have to understand when you're live, and you have an audience, you're gonna scare the shit out of the audience. Mm-hmm. You know, and also there's kids. So you have to be careful. So I get it, you were scared. Neck injuries are not something to be played with. But next time you feel an injury coming along, eat it, roll out, or get a, get a, get the attention of the ref and tell them to 
act like you're selling and go. And then do whatever you want because you're behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. So what I can say is, yeah, it reevaluated me. It reevaluated the Benny Blanco that, you know what? I'm not Teflon Dawn. Shit yeah. happens. Yeah, brother, it does, man. And 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 honestly, that's exactly why I had to ask that because I appreciate you, you know, being real with me, uh, not just for the people listening, but just with your boy. You know what I'm saying? Because we boys. And to see that from the outside looking at it was like, yo, hold on. You know, my guy got a lot of promise, man. You know, can't, can't, can't get, can't have my boy taken out already. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just getting started, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, I had to ask that because I know it's a part of the story. It's a part of finishing your story, pun intended. You know what I mean? Like, and man, there's so much light on the other end of the tunnel for you that I knew it wasn't the end in that moment. But had to ask about that to see where your head was at currently. And it's, it seems to be in a great space, a great place. You know what I mean? And and that's beautiful, bro. That, that is a beautiful thing that that one thing tried to stop you, could not stop you. And now you're back in it, doing your thing stronger than ever, more protected, more uh, more wise and understanding like, hey, how I take my bumps. Uh, it's not ballet, as they say. So of course, accidents happen. But and to that degree, everything that you can control, that won't happen to you again. You get what I'm saying? As long as you're in there with the right dance partner, because I know sometimes it's the other end of the other way around. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a story for We a had day. those. We have those. That's, that's, that's a different story for a different day. You know what I'm saying? We just we don't, we don't prayerfully say that every dance partner is a good one. But nonetheless, mm -hmm. brother, um, let's get it. Let's get into it, man. So, character work wise, man, uh, tell me this: What's more fun for you to play, the baby face? Or the heel? Uh, man. If you know, you know. You know I like to sit talk. You know it. You know it. You know. Come on. Come on. So, like, I would love, 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 love to show that side of me, like, being the most heelish, baddest, not even baddest, but the most heelish shit-talking SOB that they have in the Indies. But right now, right now, I could say it's a love and hate relationship being the Benny Blanco I am right now. Okay. Only because I love entertainment. I love entertaining the fans. <laughs> I love, I love when they hit my music and it's and it's and it's and it's crisscross, um, you know, jump. Mm -hmm. And I love when the fans go crazy and they they're like singing along, they're jumping, and you know, I love it. I love it. And I love the fact that I got the, you know, the old school 90s nostalgia going on with the whole, you know, airbrush and uh, you know, back to the futures on my feet. Um, and I love it, but then I hate it. <laughs> because it's like, no, and why I say I hate it is because. I feel like it's long overdue, if I'm saying it right. Mm -hmm. Like it's long overdue. I feel like it's time for me to be taken seriously. Mm -hmm. 
because I feel like during my rookie year, I had a lot of a lot of juggling to do with my with myself, meaning I had to find who I was. And once Benny Blanco was created, I was like, okay, I could mold this. I could do something with this, along with the help that I had along the way. And honestly, I want to take a page out of my homie TJP where he dropped a gem on me when I was in Vegas. He told me the glass ceiling for wrestling could get so high, but it's only a few that can really break that. And what's wrong with wrestlers today is there's a lot of, okay, I could do what I'll do whatever you want. I'll be whoever you want versus nah, I am who I am and you're going to love who I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm on that side only because TJB told me, yo, Blanco, when you look in the mirror, who do you see? I see myself. Mm-hmm. He says, so can you really mimic yourself? Can you be in the mirror right now and mimic yourself? Of course. Then you know who you are. Mm-hmm. So I know who Benny Blanco is. Benny Blanco's me, and, I him, and I'm him. But it's a love and hate relationship with Benny Blanco because I love the ride that we're on right now. I love it because it's the most entertaining ride right now. It's open doors with me, you know, dancing and entertaining. And it, I have a lot of eyes on me. It, 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 because of me being that guy and showing that side, that Puerto Rico door opened again. Um, the One Division Pro, March 22nd, that door opened. Um, me getting booked a lot, that door opened. But sooner or later, it's going to dry out. And I feel like I'm coming to an end with that side. Only because you have to understand, you have your Cha-Cha Charlies. You have your, Des- your Desmond Coles. You have your your uh rich rich swans you mm-hmm. have you have these guys that's been in the game longer than me that has this dancing gimmick and they're doing it mm-hmm. and I'm the guy that's literally like okay that's cool but can we take him serious now I want to be taken seriously so I feel like there's going to be a side of me that's going to come out soon. And I'm going to introduce him soon, but I want to, I just want to give you a sneak peek of who it is. Benny Blanco is the entertaining side. Okay. But Benjamin White Ooh. is the side that's going to scratch a lot of people's heads. Like, what? And that's all I got to say. Okay, okay. I see the exclusive dog. I see you letting them in, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I see it. I see it. All right. Benjamin White coming soon, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we can get you for right now. But you know, you know, you know how that go, my guy. Okay. So then with that being said, then this here's here's a good perfect transition to what you can tell me, sir. What is Benny Blanco's aspirations, like his goals for this year of 2024. I know we're two months in, almost three, strangely enough. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 
what is the goals and aspirations for Benny Blanco? Because I know we're almost through the first quarter of the year that quickly, but what are your goals as this year pans out? That's a good question, bro. You damn, bro, you be hitting them hard questions, man. Hey, man. You got me, you you know, got a brother thinking it. That's, that's what we do, dog. That's what we do. You know nah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Now, now I'm really anticipating the next couple of questions. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but um, uh, oh, man. Honestly, if I could say, mm-hmm. right now I'm looking forward to becoming the next WWX okay. Tag Team Champion. Ooh. I said it, and I'm going to say it now. That's some gold Big up to my boy, big up to my boy, A.B. Swag. You got to okay. check him out, bro. He's, okay. he's, he's, a, he's a current student slash active wrestler. Okay. He's, made his, he's, he's making his rounds outside of the school. Mm-hmm. And he's dope, man. He's dope. And... I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to put this man's personal business and health out there. But what mm-hmm. I can say is whatever challenges he's facing, that kid can go. Okay. And, what I, and, and why I say that, it's not because he's my tag team partner. I'm saying that because I had the, I had the honor to not, not once but twice face him. And that kid mm. can go. And okay. he and I've seen him in the ring with the best of them. And mm. he's is he TV ready? No, because I'm not either. Is he ready for the big shows? Just maybe. But he's there. And I am thankful to have him as my partner. So I think that's what we're focused on right now is becoming new tag team champions for WWX. Okay. That's what I want to do right now as a team. But to answer your question as an individual, Mm -hmm. brother, man, I'm setting my sights so high to ask to, I'm fortunate enough that you're going to see your boy actually wrestle at WrestleMania week. Ooh. I'm not gonna give it away yet. Oh, um, you're gonna see. I'm gonna be in Philly. Just know that. And um, oh no. Nah. I want to say this. I had a nice conversation with Grim Reefer after a training session one day, and okay. I told him straight up. I said my biggest wish and future plans in wrestling is to get a chance to at least even have a dark match or even be in a rumble of GCW. And mm. he asked me, you sure you ready? I said, I'm, I'm beyond ready. Because I, I remember back when I went to Texas for WrestleMania week and I saw Brett Lauderdale. I told Brett in his face, I said, brother, it's an honor to stand back in the gorilla with you. It's an honor to see how you structure your show. It's an honor to even allow me to be in your presence. But what I'm going to tell you is, you see how I'm standing here talking to you? He said, yeah. I said, maybe in a year or two, I'm not going to be doing that. I'm going to be walking out your curtain. I'm going to be blessing you. And he said, brother, I love to hear it. So when you're ready, you let me know. You send me your stuff, 
and we take it from there. So, <laughs> who knows? You might be seeing your man, Benny Blanco, and GC Dub. But what I can say, I accomplished one of my goals, though. Okay. I actually got a tryout at Beyond Wrestling. What? Okay. Okay, Jim. That was magnificent. So I want to thank the guys and the owner at uh, Beyond Wrestling for having me. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank my coach for being there, for supporting, and the support mm-hmm. circle I was there with. Um, mm-hmm. I also want to... Um, Thank the person I was going toe to toe with, my man Nikolai White, my man <laughs> Mr. AKA Drink More Water. Okay. Um, okay. We put on a banger, and mind you, we were the second tryout match, and you know, unfortunately, you know, there's always politics in this wrestling business, mm-hmm. so you know, we didn't make it on the show, but the feedback we got was so amazing. So I could take that. You know, I could live with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, um, I got that. Um, what else? I'm going to be fortunate enough to be um, attending some seminars coming up with big name okay. seminars. So, okay. you know, I'm good with that. Okay. And like I said, I ventured off to Puerto Rico. So that's in the books. Not mm-hmm. once, but twice. You know, uh-huh. Two beyond. Okay. Yeah, I tried out for beyond. Okay. Um, WrestleMania week is coming. You know, uh-huh. you know how we do. Let's um, go. And I got one division pro March 22nd. I got, I got another promotion that I'm going to be wrestling with. Um, mm-hmm. for it's uh, either February 24th or March 24th in Massachusetts. Okay. Um, I got uh, March 9th. Uh, Chosen Pro, big up okay. to my man PJ Savage. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what else? I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Um, I could get to wrestle for Brian Idol again for FTW. Okay. Coming up, you know. So I'm hoping I could do that, but we'll see. But other than that, that's that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Okay. I lo- I like this inspiration list, my friend. I like this dream wall of inspirational things to do in pro wrestling. I will say this, brother. I, too, will be out there in Philly for WrestleMania. Yes, sir. Means, you know, we got to link up and come support you, my guy. So I'm gonna Oh, we definitely doing that. We got, listen, now that you're saying that, we definitely got to take the whole, we have to link up with the whole crew. And you come know on. who I'm talking about. Come on, come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Philly, yeah. Philly is like my extended home away from home, man. So it's going to be great to be back up that way, man. It's been a while since I got back to Philly. So I'm like, all right, this is going to be a a fun, fun time, man. You know what I'm saying? Getting to network with my peoples, meet some new people, um, do content as we do, as content creators. And all that good stuff, man. So, you know, including Wale Mania to any of my people. Oh, we in there. We in there. We in there. It's like swimwear. You know, yeah, Wale Mania. Link up with your boy, because we coming up there. Me and Gresh. Oh, no, we definitely doing that. We definitely doing that. Yeah, you know it. You know it. I got you hit it one good time. Shout out to the homie Wale. Uh, but with that being said, brother, um, I got a few more things for you before we let you go, Benny. You know what I'm That's saying? That's it. I'm, 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 I'm available, brother. I'm available right now. Know, Let's I know, go. I know, I know you are, brother. That's what I'm like. <laughs> so, all right. So, real quick, 
This is the last wrestling subject before we get into a little non-wrestling action for you and let you go. But hear, hear, hear me out here. From your experience, you've been in the game four years now. So in these four years so far, from your observation as Chris, what is the best thing about being a professional wrestler? And what is the worst thing about being a professional wrestler? Wow. That was a good, that's a good, good question. That question hits home. Come on, bro. Damn. You're going to make me cry when I ask this question. <laughs> the floor is yours, brother. I know the floor is um, yours. Man, man, man. I'm going to start off with the, I'm going to start off. I'm going to start off with the bad. Okay. And why? And I know a lot of people that came across your show, and I know you asked this before. Mm-hmm. I think some of them start off at the positive. And mm-hmm. then ended with the ended with the negative. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna start off with the on with the negative. Why? Because there's too many wrestlers in this business mm-hmm. that shed so much light on the positive side of why it's so cool to be a wrestler, and they share very little as to why it's so negative to be one. Mm-hmm. And so. I'm fortunate enough to share both sides. Okay. And I want to shed some light on the negative. And when I say this, it might, it might shut a chord or two for some people, you know, mm-hmm. but hey, this is wrestling. We're all, we're all grown men and women. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start off saying like this. If you're not going to like what I have to say, then you know what? Tough titties, and you shouldn't be in the wrestling business. All right. So with that being said, the negative side of being a wrestler is when you work so hard to get where you want to be in this business, Mm -hmm. and there's always got to be a few bad apples, maybe one particular apple, Mm -hmm. to try to take that shit all away from you, or literally take it all away from you. Mm. And then you have to sit at home and reevaluate yourself and say, is it because of that person or these people, or is it because of really me? Mm-hmm. And that sucks because people don't understand that this lifestyle mm-hmm. doesn't love you back. And people need to stop really thinking that. And I've learned that in my in my little in my short stay in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. when I when I when I shared a nice, humble heart to heart card ride mm-hmm. with my boy Manuel, my opponent Lynx's best friend. He told me straight up, brother, my dad died doing this shit. His dad died doing this shit. And that's the way he wanted to go. But was, was he fortunate to have what he wanted in his business? Yes. Was he fortunate to leave something for his boys? Yes. Mm-hmm. But this is what I'm talking about. People don't understand the wear and tear, the eat shit, sleep wrestling, where it comes from. Because you got guys, men and women dying 
for this sport and they're forgotten about. Mm. And people don't understand that because people are so busy doing this. Oh, let's cancel this guy. Let's cancel this female. Oh, let's start a hashtag, speak out. Listen, don't get it twisted. I'm as controversial as controversial gets. And I never got no hair on my tongue. But am I downplaying the speak out movement? No. Because I come from a family of females. I get it. But what about the males that go through me? Mm. Oh, because we're men, we got to stay quiet. Oh, because we're men, we kind of like it. How do you know that? Mm. Why is it not, why is it fortunate from when that happens? Everybody want to stop and take a moment and be like, oh, wow, let's help her out. Let's help her out. Let's help him out. Let's not knowing the full story behind those stories. Mm -hmm. Am I undermining those stories? No. I salute those people for speaking out. It takes, a, it takes balls to do what they do. So I salute them. For, but for those that they know who I'm talking to, for those that use that platform for clout, that's fucked up. And now that's why I say that's the negative part of being a professional wrestler. Because now what you're doing in this business is you're giving a bad taste to the fans, to the people that want to become wrestlers, to the people that eat shit, sleep wrestling, a different outlook on how wrestlers are. Man. And why I say this and why it touched me so hard, so so much is because just 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 a moment ago I had to open up my Facebook and see my coach, my coach, pour his heart out on social media, letting people in on his personal life as to why wrestling was taken from him at one point. And it was all because of a misunderstanding. It was all because of the haters. It was all because of the people that called him a friend. Mm -hmm. And that bothers me to the core. Because it's like, damn. Why? 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 Why when we climbing up this ladder of wrestling so high, why must us as other wrestlers gotta chop each other down yeah. isn't wrestling supposed to be about building one another mm -hmm. and then it's and then it's so it's so like crazy and chaotic to me that you would think the fans would do it because we we live in this we live in, a, in an age of social media so you would think that the fans would do it you would think that the people in the in the outside of wrestling would do it. No. It's the people that's in this business that would do it to you. Will stab you in the back multiple times and shake your hand. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take a page from Jericho's book. And if y'all didn't see the time that Jericho was on the Stone Cold podcast, Jericho said it best. 
people go into this business expecting this business to love you back when this business will never love you back. And this pe people expect to go into this business thinking that they're going to have a multitude of friends. When, when, when the time comes, you're not gonna even going to even leave with no friends. That man said it best. He went into the business having this much friends. And to now, what, 30 plus years into this business? He could count on one hand how many friends he got left. So if you want to be a wrestler, and if you want to be an inspiring wrestler, commentator, producer, podcaster, anything, well, I hope you have tough skin. And I hope you have the right mindset. Because this shit is a two-way street. You got to, it's like a battery. You got a negative and a positive. And which, which road are you taking? Mm. So that's the negative side. Wow. You feel me? That's the negative side. The positive side, oh, don't get it twisted. The positive side of wrestling is astonishing. You, you got the clout. You got, you got the fans. You got the merch. You got the money if you do it right. Mm -hmm. The travel, you see the world. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can make this a career and live off this shit. Mm -hmm. You got to, sometimes you get to live your dream and be on TV. Mm -hmm. So, yes, there is a positive side. Yes, there is a, there is a nicer side of grass on the other side. But is it green? Maybe. But is there a big positive and negative war going on about wrestling and being a wrestler and being a producer and being a commentator and being et cetera, et cetera? Yes, there is. And to answer your question, in reality, there is no positive or negative side of being a wrestler. A wrestler is a wrestler. It's, it's what you make it that's going to destine you to either be on the negative side or be on the positive side. And what I can say is I live both. And I'm blessed by God to say that I'm fortunate enough to still stand here. So, man. Look at you, Benny. Look at you, bro. You, 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 you took it deep, bro. I see, I see what you did, man. I see what you did, man. You went deep, deep. And that was, that was, listen, you live up to your moniker. There's nobody more controversial than this guy, okay? And that's why I brought him on here, man. Because I had to let y'all know, he's giving it to you real. And now nah, I ain't going to, August, I'm not going to take your, I'm not going to take your saying like, 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 that's your saying, real, raw. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not going to do that. But you did go deep. But you gave him passion. And I appreciate and respect your passion in that, brother. Like, Regardless of how they react to it, when they hear this, when this episode is dropped and they hear this, listen, man, at the end of the day, you spoke your peace, you spoke your truth. I'm proud of you for that. That ain't easy to talk about. You. you know what I'm saying? You could have you sugarcoated that. You could have went, <laughs> but you don't do that because I know you. You don't sugarcoat. You're keeping it 100, 100%. And that's what I'm all about. People who keep it 100, you know what I'm saying? Let you know what it is. Um, we ain't going to get too in your business. But just be 100 on where you at. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's real. I respect that. 100%, bro. So with that, that, that about does it on the wrestling. 
You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you do so much, you don't want to talk wrestling. So I'm I'm, I'm going to do a, a New York edition. Because, you know, <laughs> New York. So I'm going to do a New York edition of non-wrestling related topic before we let you go, my friend. So All right, that's fine. Starting with this one, because it's actually a fun subject that me and my, shout out to my co-host this on Life's and Botch, Ash Benny. You know what I'm saying? She's got Benny in her name as well. You know, my producer mistakes <laughs> for, for that Benny. I was like, no, 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 wrong Benny. This is a different Benny. But yes, shout out to Ash Benny, my co-hostess. Um, I brought this up actually in our What's Cooking segment. So I have to bring this over to you as a New Yorker, my friend. Um, <clears throat> Ice Spice versus Lotto music beef as we seem to have it right now where are you standing on this uh you know i know you're a native new yorker and i know ice spices from the Bronx, so i mean you, you, you gotta you gotta tell me this now you, you know and i know a lot of those atlanta as they come. so what we at here on this beat where, where, you, who, who, who you rocking with on the bars which one are you at? being from new york and at the age i am in my music genre is nowhere in their genre. And no disrespect to them lovely young ladies, Ice Spice, Celato. Mm -hmm. I have zero care for their beef and music. <laughs> like, I've heard their music. Don't get it twisted. These are talented young ladies, but I have no business <laughs> entertaining that. Only because my taste of music is nowhere near what this generation is listening to today. Okay. And so, like, nah. Nah, nah. I'm not going to even shed any light on that. But what I can say is... Okay. Um, Ice Spice, I give it to her. Okay. Because of of the genre of music she's coming from. Okay. And when I say this, is because it's supposed to be what, some type of alternate version of drill music, mm -hmm. and so I got I for someone from the hood. I'm from the projects. I am born and born and raised in Harlem, New York. Mm -hmm. I'm from Douglas Projects. I've been mm -hmm. all over. You know, from the Bronx, Queens, whatever. The five boroughs, I've been there. Um, and I've hang, I hang with the grittiest of them. Okay. But I can say that I give it to her. I salute my hat to her because she's one of the few that survived. Okay. And I, and I, that might cut deep. Like, what do you mean that she survived? She's fortunate to be alive right now. That's what she should be focusing on. Mm -hmm. Because of the genre of music, this lovely, talented, beautiful young lady decided to chime into. Mm -hmm. People don't understand. This drill music is not for the weak. This is not play-play. This is not for play-play. Drill music started way before I Spice, the S Dots, the the um the 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 Kai's and the and the K's and the, all those young kids and you know it came with my man Sosa from Chicago, Chief Keith. 
Um, Reese, Pot Smoke. I can go even further than that. Mm -hmm. And we're fortunate enough that, come on, King Vaughn died. Mm -hmm. Pot Smoke died. Mm -hmm. Um, you got Duck, Dad. All these guys that was putting on for their state, for their block, that was drill music. And some of these kids today are doing the same, but doing it in an avenue that they taking each other's lives. So, like I said, I'm not fortunate enough to entertain that. You know, and I don't want to take nothing away from Lotto. I've heard her music too. And it's dope. You know, the collabs that she's been blessed to have, mm -hmm. you know, are fire, you know. But I feel like as me being someone that's outside looking into the music business mm -hmm. and was fortunate to be a part of the music business at a once upon a time because of my dancing career, mm -hmm. These lovely ladies should just focus on the music they're making, the entertainment that they're doing, mm -hmm. and just not even beef with each other. Because from my understanding, it's two different genres of music. And y'all doing it the way y'all want to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, so like I said, I really can't partake in that scenario. Okay. But what I can say is, they're not, they're not, they're not even ready for what the type of time I'm on when it comes to music. <laughs> Come on, baby. I got a, I'm an old school man at heart. I'm a, I'm a 90s, 80s, 70s baby. They're not ready for the boys to men's, the, the Aretha Franklin's, the, you okay. know, the CB okay. Wonders. Okay. The, the, come on, the Usher, the, come, come on. on, the Tavine Campbell's. They're not ready for that. You know? All right. All right. I just showed up. I just showed up my age, but come on, they're not ready for that. <laughs> no, I respect it, bro. I respect it. You did your thing. You know, so I respect it. I respect it. Now, speaking of which, you just brought up a name that goes trans perfectly with my next transitional question for you, sir. Now you mentioned your dancing background and mm. uh, you know, being a professional dancer and 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 hitting different stages with different performers. So I gotta ask you, sir. What is your personal grade? And this is going to be interesting because you were a dancer. So what is your grade for Usher Raymond at the Super Bowl halftime show and his entire ensemble of background dancers as a whole? What do you grade uh, that? Mm, mm. This would be disrespectful. What I'm about to say, how I'm about to say it, and what I'm gonna say. Okay, it's okay. It's a safe space, brother. Say what you gotta say. Usher, Usher, you're my guy. I grew up on your music. I love your music. I don't know anything of your new music, but I love the most recent ones that you made, the collabs. Mm -hmm. Um, but old school Usher is where it sat for me. So if Usher at the Super Bowl could have had a chance to do that holographic stuff and, and, and trick everybody into having 
old school Usher dance for him, that would have been okay. Because what, 40 year old something Usher right now? Brother, nah, chill. Them dancing shoes is gone. My man blow, blow, he was blowing up the first song he was singing, brother. You saw the sweat? My man, my man was glistening. My man was glistening. Like, come on. And it was just the start of one song. Huh. And I'm not going to shit on the background dancers because I know some of them. And mm -hmm. they, too, did a phenomenal job. Mm -hmm. They, even though what Usher lacked that in performance-wise for dancing because he's old and he needs to face that, the young dancers, the dancers that were back saved him. He got saved. And this is what we're talking about. This is how it plays into... This is why dance will always play into professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. Because you always have that one person that's next to you or on the other side of you to save you when you're fucking up. So he got saved that night. Because nah. And I I had this, I had this, 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 this discussion too, which was crazy. Is mm -hmm. his performance as a whole wasn't for me. I was expecting Usher, Usher. Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting this type of Usher. And then I wasn't expecting the features that he came out with. The only one I can salute that he came out with and I, I, I give justice to was the phenomenal, the legendary Alicia Keys. It gets no better than her. Yeah, I, get, I give it, I, 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 gotta, I gotta criticize her. At one point in the show, she cracked, but she got it together. She got it together. I give it to her. Shout out to um, the but, Yeah, but I gotta be honest. He has so much. He has so much of a catalog that when bringing in other artists, he could have literally brought in one artist, and one artist only would have done it for him. He could have sat back, enjoyed the show, or 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 did a little vignette, which is my man. Chris Brown, a.k.a. the Michael Jackson of all this. Brother, but it's smart. He, I understood, no, I understood. See, see, this is where I feel like I got to give Usher his flowers. Mm -hmm. Usher, Usher schemed us all if you didn't see this. He took a page out of the wrestling um, page. My man played a gimmick to where as he said, you know what? I know within myself, my age is getting the best of me. Time has passed me. But for me to look like a star right now, I'm going to bring out artists that are not as relevant as I am. So I'm still going to look like the man. <laughs> oh, brother. Whoa. Whoa, that's if a hot take. You 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 drop a hot take bomb. That's that's you're the first person, and you you are the one of 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 odd, and I like that. I like that. I respect it, brother. I respect it hardcore. I, I like it, and you gave it from a dancer's point of view, so you you know what you're talking about when you say this. Exactly. So I, I you know I can't completely knock it, but you are the first to actually go the other way 
on the praise. So that's interesting. That's interesting. Can't wait to see what producer Derek says about that after the show, ladies and gentlemen. But <laughs> nonetheless, uh, um, <laughs> all right. So I got a, I got this last final question for you before I let you go, good sir. I have to ask this. I hope it's a I hope it's a hard hitting personal straight off the hit question it could be it could be it could be if it's not it's cool because you, you it doing, be. you're doing some questions brother you've been throwing some questions at me i love it i love it <laughs> all right so again this is the new york edition so now i gotta ask you sir your top five all-time new yorkers and this is from anything this can be acting, this can be wrestling, this can be music, this can be <laughs> sports, it can be anything. Yo, top five New Yorkers all time. Oh, man. Damn. Why you got to do me like that? Why you got to? I got to. I got to, bro. No, because I know, I know, I know, I know guys in the sports world. Uh, uh, I'm friends, with, I'm personal friends with guys in the wrestling world. Mm -hmm. I'm personal friends with guys in the music business and mm -hmm. the acting business. So come right on. now, I bet, I bet when they see this episode and, and they hear that question come out, they gonna be like, "He better mention me. He better mention me." <laughs> so you know what? How about this? How about this? Can we, can we do a first? A first? Can we have? Can we? Uh, 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 I know your show is gonna have first of many. So, if you haven't had one, if you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't oh, had one, I want to be the first to do it. Okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I love you. I know this is your show, but I'm gonna do it. Cause you know, listen, I'm from New York. I gotta walk these streets, brother. So. So, um, listen, listen, listen. I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to give you my top five real quick of everything that you asked. <laughs> only why? <laughs> only why? Because I know these people. <laughs> oh, man. No, no, no. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh -oh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just busting your balls, bro. <laughs> oh boy. Pause. Um, top five. Top five. Pause. Pause. Yeah. Pause. We, we in New York. We, we, we doing a segment in New York. Pause. Pause. What's up? What's up? You know, because you know somebody going somebody gonna come and they go, hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Facts. Facts. Yeah, we I'm don't need like, that. Pause. We don't need that. Pause. Word. So pause. Um. So basically, uh, my top five. Uh. So starting off. Um, hands down, hands down, uh, Chris Brown, baby. And no, 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 let's not, let's not do that. Like I could argue every day with anybody, Chris Brown. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, he's from Virginia. No, no, sorry. No, no, I don't, I can't, I can't. I know the guy personally. I know his family and the majority of his family's from New York. I was, I was raised with two of his cousins. I went to school with one of his cousins. So no, no, no. Your man is raised out in New York City. So Chris Brown is number one. Okay. okay. Um, wrestling wise, damn, brother. 
I know. New York wise. I know, man. I know. Hands down. It's a tie. It's a tie. Can I have a tie? Uh, it's a tie. Uh, no? No? You got to choose one, my guy. You got to choose oh, one. Oh, man. Okay. So. I got to say Matt Travis. Rest in peace. Okay. Okay. Oh, he's the reason why. He's the reason why. I'm in this business. I respect it. Okay. All right. See, I can't get mad at you for that one. I respect that. But I ain't gonna lie, my runner-ups are because I because you said I was gonna only have one, but my runner up my runner-ups for New York City mm-hmm. would be my man, Caveman. Not because he's my coach, because I'm gonna be real, man. You like if y'all haven't gotten in tune with this guy, he's been in the business for 10 plus years, and he to me. He is the indie goat. That is the goat. Why I say psychologically, wrestling-wise, elite. Wrestling, God. God mode. God mode. Okay. Um, And my my runner-up, my second runner-up, my man Joe Smooth, baby. Joe Smooth. Joe Smooth. Oh okay. man. Um but there's another, but there's a lot of hot New York wrestlers, but those are my standouts. But when you said I could only choose one, mm-hmm. Matt Travis all the way through and through, baby. Matt, Matt okay. Travis, rest in peace. Okay. Respect. Um acting, acting. God, there's a lot of actors in New York. <laughs> but the most the most one I could get in tune with, and I think he don't get his flowers like he's supposed to, uh-huh. is my man Makai Pfeiffer. Ooh. My man Makai Pfeiffer. That's a good one. That's throwback, baby. That's a good one. And okay. he's born and raised. And literally, he, he was born three blocks away from my hood. Ooh, okay, okay, all right. So, right. um, so we got music. Uh, who we got, else? We got acting. Okay, sports. Oh, oh. <laughs> right now, right now for me is. Mm-hmm. Professional wise. My man, Jalen Brunson from the New York Knicks. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Respect. Recent All-Star, um, you know what I'm saying? Balled out. Yeah. Right. That, boy, that boy was written off too soon. And for his redemption to come back and show everybody like, yo, don't write me off too quick. I'm nasty. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, But... To give a New York shout out to the basketball scene, mm-hmm. I got to give it to two of my homies from my hood that okay. need. I really think that if you ever did a sports edition, mm-hmm. you really need to put these guys on, at least one of them on. And okay. it's my boy Clyde, AKA Guard the Fat Boy. Like that kid is phenomenal. I'm talking about who do I, who, 
who do I see um him as? Damn, he's on the tip of my t- <sighs> He played for the Charlotte Hornets, the New York Knicks, and he was very controversial and he was short and he was heavy set. And oh man, I'm trying to remember, but he was very controversial and he was in the NBA and he was nasty. I forgot his name. But I feel um I'm gonna remember that one when we get to it. So if it slips on so my man Clyde, big ups to my man Clyde, aka Garden Fat Boy, is one of the nastiest, nastiest New York basketball players right now. Behind him is my man Sticks. Killing the game. Kill, killing the game. Those are, there's many other dudes in my hood, but those two right now are standouts for me. Standouts. Okay. Um, so this and last one. This last one, we're going to make this one. This is going to be an extra anonymous right here. Let me tell you what this last one is uh, going to be. Though. This last one is going to be your top five New Yorker from the superhero universe. That could be. That could be DC, that could be Marvel. Either or, you pick one, your top New Yorker from any of them universes. <laughs> it's dope. These yo, 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 you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me, Smalls. Come on, man. You're killing me. Come on. And it could be anybody. It just has anybody. to be a New Yorker. They got to be a New Yorker. So that's, that's Marvel or DC, whichever route you go, bro. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you got you got you got Daredevil, you got you got Kingpin, you got I wanna say Batman, I wanna say Spider-Man, I wanna say Metropolis is considered New York. Uh right? No nah, I futuristic probably, one. I guess you could I guess you could say that. That's, I have to do oh. some research on that one. Yeah, we got to do some research. So <laughs> I'm not going to say Superman because we still got to do our research. Okay. Um, but if you want me to be real, I want to give it to my boy. Okay. To my boy. Hands down. <laughs> and everybody's going to be like, nah, what the fuck? Okay. But he, he's earned it. He's earned it. And he's young. And he's just coming in. My man, Miles Morales. Hey, okay. Yeah, okay, I see what you did. I see what you did. That's a good choice, too, brother. That's a good choice. Nasty. Nasty. All right, all right. Like, now, that that is a solid top five, if I do say so myself, brother. I think you... You you played that out quite well, um, so I'm proud of you. You, you. you finessed a bit, but you made it work. You made it work. <laughs> you made it work. That, was, that was good. That was good. Props to you, man. Um, so listen, ladies and gentlemen, this has done it for yet another edition of the Independent Spotlight. I really feel like this might have been probably the best episode, low key. Who knows? I don't know. I, oh I, man, that means I, a lot. It's hard to call. Hard to call. Maybe it's because I, I know you personally. You know a lot of the other guys uh, were people I had just met, so I'm just getting acquainted with a lot of these guys. But given that we already had 
connection to begin with and we've already kicked it and stuff like that this is one of those things where it's a little bit different you know what i'm saying it's a little different but nonetheless my guy i am proud of you and your journey and the four-year anniversary so far i'm looking forward to continually seeing you not only accomplish the goals that you listed on this show but even beyond uh, you know, dare I say, seeing you on television somewhere in AEW Dark or, in a, you know what I'm saying, or, you know what I'm saying, a WWE, you know, NXT appearance. Uh, New Japan. New Japan. New Japan. New Japan. That's it. You never know. You never know now. Hey, hey, I'm with it. I'm with it. Either way, even an impact, you know what I'm saying, a TNA. Oh, oh, oh. Don't, don't. Let's see. You might see your voice sooner than you think on that. But wait, <laughs> let me. I like, you know, it's don't tell nobody. Oh, pops, you know what I'm saying? The rest of peace to Pops, man. But nonetheless, yeah, sir. yeah, dog. So real quick, tell the people where they can find you and follow you on your amazing journey that you are on right now, my friend. All right. So on Facebook, you can just type in Benny Blanco. I pop mm -hmm. up. Um, on let me see my trusty my trusty trusty phone. <laughs> come, on, come on now. Um, you could you could find me on Instagram, the mm -hmm. real Benny Effing Blanco, which is the F and the N in between Benny Blanco, and it's mm -hmm. Blanco not with a C with a K. Okay. That's on Instagram. Um, on Twitter. Well, the Twitter, formerly known as Twitter, X, whatever. Mama named you Twitter. <laughs> or, um, it's the real Blanco Six. Okay. And let me see. On, on TikTok, Come on. you can find me at Dancing Wrestler87. So those are all my social media handles. Okay. Feel free to reach out to me, promoters, wrestlers, podcasters, fans. Mm -hmm. I am an open book. Don't be scared to reach out to me. Um, and I just want to say thank you for having me, my boy, my boy from another mother. Appreciate you, brother. I just want to say to the people out there, check this man out. He's going to be a force to be reckoned with in this podcast game. I'm not saying this just to say it. I'm saying it because it's the truth. And check him out. And if you haven't, then I don't know what you're doing. Because this boy <laughs> is going to do great things in this wrestling business and outside this wrestling business. Man, um, that's love, bro. But before I go, I do want to say something. And I don't want to hold anything. But Come I want to say this. To everybody in the wrestling world and outside the wrestling world, Stop hating each other. You only have one life to live. And that life is not promised tomorrow. Yeah. So stop. Mental health is real. Feelings are real. And you don't know what that person is going through, regardless of their struggles, regardless of their livelihood. So each one, teach one. And if you can't do that, then find ways to individually love yourself before you can love another. 
And that's all I got to say. But what I'm going to really say is dream big and pray big. All right? So I'm your boy, Benny Blanco. I want to say thank you to everybody out there. I want to say thank you again to the big homies. Oh, no. And I will be seeing you in Philadelphia. Oh, so, yeah. Hey, brother, listen, appreciate you. Thank you. Wise, wise, wise words, man. We definitely clipping that oh. one. Promo, my, so. my my fault, my fault, my fault. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh -oh, you good? What's I know up, it's what's overdue, but I got to plug in the school. I'm sorry, I got to plug in up. I know everybody's going to be like, yo, that's a dope-ass hat. Uh, real on. quick, if you're in the New York area, I'm not going to front. No disrespect to House of Glory. I know everybody wants to go to House of Glory, but if you can't go there, um, there's a there's a school in, in Queens as well. It's run by Grim Reefer. If you can't go there, then you know what? I'm going to be real with you. Go to WWX, one of the best upcoming schools in the Bronx. And it's run by no other than my man, K-Man. And why I say this? Because if you want to get taught by the GOAT, you got to be introduced to the GOAT. So go to this school. Now, I'm not trying to shit on no other schools because I know we live in the five boroughs. There's other schools. But listen, ain't no ain't no school hotter than this school. And then why I say this? Because this school came from nothing to something. So, come on. And look at, look, look, look what it gave. Look what it molded. Your boy, me. That's all I got to say. That's facts are facts, man. Facts are facts. You know what I'm saying? To my favorite New Yorker out there in the wrestling business doing his thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy up there, representing, putting it down for the five boroughs, you know what I'm saying, doing his thing, killing it, dog. Can't wait to keep seeing you rise, dog. And I appreciate you on the wise words to the people. Appreciate you plugging them talents, you know what I'm saying? Feel free to tell some of your friends, hey, come on, pull up up here to the independent spotlight so we can get to know them, showcase them, get them a platform, because that's what this is created for. All my up-nexters out there, you know what I'm saying, my youngins out there. This is for y'all because y'all some babies in this thing and y'all deserve a platform even in your baby stage. So when you look back, you got something to look back on and say, man, you know what? You was the first person. Preach, brother. Preach. And I appreciate you, dog. You know what I'm saying? And when you up there, you ain't forgetting about your boy. So you know like, hey, yeah, no, nah, bring him on because he the first one to give me a platform before any of these ninjas did. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate y'all for that, for real. That's that love. That love. That come one. see your boy. Come see your boy for custom themes too. You know what I'm saying? We're working on that. You feel me? So hey, come come holla at your boy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Show love to the ATL. ATL baby. ATL baby. To the A. To the A. To the A. Shout out to everybody out here as well. Killing it in the game. Actually, you are the first. Actually, no. I'm sorry. Probably second. My bad. Yeah, I was gonna say until I realized August is actually not in Atlanta. Uh, I was gonna say you were my first actual guest from outside of the local area. But I was wrong, because my boy August was actually technically the first. But and you are from? the first homie. You are the first true homie to pop and where up. where's August from? Come on now. Come on. I got, you know what? August is from, you know what? I got to ask. I got to find out where he's from, because he's on a UK tour when I talk to him. I got to see where he's based out of. But I know it's not Georgia. He's not based in Georgia. I can tell. Um, so I gotta find out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some research on that. And find out where he's based out of. 
But for now, I'm the first one. For now, I'm the first one. I don't care. For now, I'm the first one. You heard? And you heard it here first. One day, I'm going to get you and I'm going to get August on here. A promo battle between the two of y'all will probably be... Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that because, you know, I'm going to pop my collar because I consider myself the Eddie Kingston, you heard? You feel me? You know I what? consider myself the Eddie Kingston of promos, you heard? Y'all might be my first candidates for something I've been brewing for an idea for like I don't know how long now. And I might actually have to holler at both you gentlemen to be my first contestants in this I'm here. With it. Uh, I'm, with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. Work I'm with doing, it. You know what I'm saying? In the words of Danny Limelight, I'm with it. All, all I can say is without saying too much, if you heard a wild style, just understand. We got something. Stop it. Stop it. it Stop it. (laughs) They're not ready. They're not ready. This could revolutionize and change the wrestling content creation business. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You you sure you want to? You sure you want to do that with me on it? Because you might get banned after that. You, 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 you fit. What might work for this, as does me. Y'all both, y'all both, you know, it's all about the talkers, and I need the talkers uh, to make this a real thing. You know what I'm saying? So this I got you. I got you. Very, very well. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to referee, but nonetheless, we're going to work that out. It's, it's, it's in construction. Listen, let, me look, see. let me know the time, the place, and the scenery, baby. We out. Brother, you got it. But nonetheless, until then, brother, again, Pleasure to you, my guy. Major salute to what you're doing. Major salute to the city of NY and everybody out there grinding in the pro wrestling scene. Uh, No matter what school you at, shout out to y'all, man. We appreciate y'all up north to my brothers and sisters up there. And uh, yeah, in the meantime, brother, we'll catch you again next time. Don't worry. We'll even get you on the main show with my co-host, this Ash Benny, in the future as well, man, so we can get you on the show talk some wrestling what we've been seeing throughout the week. Uh, but with that being said, man, okay. ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for rocking with us here at the Independent Spotlight. This one might have been a little more lengthy than the previous ones, but it was good, though. You got a lot of content in this one, all right? So it was worth it. That being said, make sure you follow me at Highlight Life on all social media outlets. Going to be changing that handle pretty soon. I might be changing them all to Highlight Real because some of y'all mix up the name, and I got to let y'all know the name's different from the slogan. So I don't know. But right now, it's Highlight Life on all social platforms, H-I-L-I-T-E, Life. And if you like the Life of Bosch podcast, or I'm sorry, oops, did it again. It's not a podcast, y'all. It's a show, but still. Follow all things Life's of Bosch underscore O-T-S on TikTok, on Instagram, on Twitter, Appreciate y'all rocking with us. But most importantly, follow this platform behind this platform. The reason why I have this actual platform, I'm talking about all things OTS Media Co. If you like sports, if you like film and TV, if you like fashion, if you like food and cooking, all this good stuff, man, rolled into one. Then the network you want to check out is OTS Media Co. And be sure to DM them if you're, if you're an editor out there and you, and you, and you want to you know, intern, I'll DM them if, you, if you're an editor out there listening or a content creator looking to get a show in the future. Holla at the person in the DMs that runs the OTS Media Co. And you too just might be on this very networking platform. But until then, I appreciate y'all. Keep creating, keep grinding, keep inspiring. 
And as always, we giving y'all one good old two sweet. Peace, ladies and gentlemen, as we pop on out this thing. Until next time, it's your boy Highlight Real signing out. Let's go.